0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Sensible Sunland. My name is Dan. I'm joined by Mark Anthony Lee, and we are here to discuss Sunland's 1 0 defeat to the hands of Huddersfield Town. Uh, Bale ball, high performance culture has struck the night. It'd be very simple to blame Michael Bale only. However, before we get into all of that, let's talk about the positives. Would anybody like to chuck anything out there, fellas?
1: I mean, I, I like the away kit. Markley, as as I can get.
2: We had we had a lot of supporters there. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's really nothing. Nothing yeah. else is there. The the pitch looked nice. Yeah, yeah. That was that was
0: right. We've done the positives. Let's get into the negative. Right? Is there a single player, fellas, that
3: comes away from that with any grace? Dan no. Ballard.
1: Yeah, I suppose
3: I Dan, Dan. Ballard won everything in the year. Um, he got his titles right. Came up with the ball, trying to make passes, was trying to guide his team. But other than him, no, not one of them deserves an ounce of credit for that performance tonight because it was fucking abysmal.
1: You know what? I think it says a lot when you're playing a team bottom of the league and you know, you've know you just been beat 1-0 and you're naming a defender as you know, your, your man of the match. Like yeah. These are the games where the forward players should be controlling the game and not mm. one of them tonight. Um, can say anything good about the performance it's absolutely shocking to go from vague positivity on Saturday after that second half performance against Plymouth to go from that to this tonight it just sums up the way our season's gone we're just so annoyingly inconsistent and like we, we, we joked we said like on Saturday this was going to be the sort of performance we we're going to get a would be typical Sunday because we've had a lot mm. of these performances already and it's exactly how we, we thought it would play out I don't think any of us are surprised really are we?
2: It's just typical yeah. of the season, isn't it? There's a difference really between the Morby, the Morby days and the and the Michael Bell days. I think if you look at um, if you if you look at our last couple of performances, which have been reasonably positive, it has come down to individual brilliance, I think, from from our attacking players. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. in the Morby days, it was it was team brilliance. We would score some really good team goals, and it you could probably say that it was good team performances. Whereas at the moment, when when we're winning games, it's just down to individually individual good performances. So so to I me mean, there's a big difference and, and we're talking about this this I mean, I, I think it was Speakman's words. I think I think it was a bad phrase from really saying he's, he's, this this obsession with improvement. I mean we're going backwards. It's it's quite it's it's, it's as simple as that for me. We have not improved in any way, shape or form under Michael bail and we're ten games into this now. Maybe is it is it ten or is it eleven? It might be eleven now.
1: You look at last season, and even even in the Huddersfield game last season, you on about you know good team goals. You had that Pritchard one where you know it was about 10, 11 passes. And I mean, I said watching the game earlier tonight, like the difference is what was good about last season. Obviously, we, we played with pace, we played with like real intensity. But it was when we would get the ball in those tight areas, we always had the players who you know could play clever little balls through those you know those tight spaces. Whereas now, if there's a coming together. I'm ninety percent sure that someone are going to lose the ball. I've got no confidence in our players going into challenges at the minute because we're just so weak and lightweight. And it's just the players last season, you know, that there weren't there weren't tanks. You know, there was no like we were no more physically imposing last season than we are this season. But it just seems like this season we just we've just totally gone backwards in terms of like strength and and actually controlling the ball.
3: That midfield is so lightweight at the minute as well. By the way. Like it, well, it is screaming for Corey Evans to come back into that side. Someone who put the foot on the ball, will drag them through the game. But we just we just missing that at the minute. And don't get it wrong, Dan Neil, as good as he was on um Saturday, he's he's not a defensive midfielder. We need to be playing him further forward so we can pick passes, create and control the game further forward. What I would say about that tonight is I don't want to take too
0: much away from Huddersfield because I thought they were sharp when they went forward. Mm. I mean, we probably made them look sharp, and then when we went forward, they looked very compact and capable. It, we're talking about experienced players and stuff. I'll whisper this quietly, but I thought that was the type of game where Alex Pritchard would have made a difference.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. he 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 has a plan when he gets the ball, whereas we just looked aimless tonight. Everything we did was like nobody was like singing from the same hymn sheet, so to speak, and. That's what we missed with Pritchard. Pritchards it, gave us a little bit of direction in games like that, and we, we missed it tonight drastically. It,
0: it was like there was three different game plans going on or something. I was trying to figure out what we were doing in the first half. Yeah, we, we Clark was like next to not involved. I mean, he was he was outplayed tonight because he was tripled up on you. You can't really do that much against that. But I, I didn't see what what our attack and progress was. What 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 direction? were the players given before they went out? And now Mark had mentioned in the text earlier that. You know, this is starting to become a little bit of a pattern in the first half of games. We're a little bit anonymous and we're letting the game sort of slip away from us early on, conceding. You know, what, what's Michael Beale saying to the players before they go out?
1: You're, you're banking you're banking on there being a massive improvement at half-time. And luckily on Saturday we got that, but tonight it was just nothing. I thought we were we were marginally better in the second half, but I don't know whether that's just in comparison to how bad the first half was. But I, I I'm just I'm just annoyed. Do you know what I mean? I'm I've, I've I feel like that performance has just sucked all the energy out of us.
0: Yeah, it, that to me felt like the first half against Plymouth, but
2: in both halves. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, yeah,
2: Well this and this worse. is what I tried this is what I said on Sunday, I think, on on our first pod, but it was like it's easy to get carried away, I think, when you had two wins up on the bounce. But this is a reality. I feel like I feel like a couple of the a few of the goals really or a few of the results have just papered over the cracks a little bit, and I think this is the reality. Do you know what I mean? I mean, the Huddersfield have done the double over this season. It's, it's totally unacceptable. That's fast going on. Totally out, not, yeah. unacceptable. Um, and, and like you said, I mean, we've just mentioned there, but like, where, where's the improvement? Where was the game plan? Where was the intensity? I think if, if, if there was a lot of quality throughout the squad, I would, I would probably sit back and say, look, it's not the gaffer's fault, really, it's not the manager's fault. But it was a total lot of game plan. There was a total lot of intensity for the first 70, 80 minutes of that game. And I think you can only, that, that is the manager's job put, a, put a, a pretty simple game plan in place and get get them motivated enough to, to be intense for 90 minutes and that was totally missing tonight and, and like I say uh, everyone's going to be back on Bale's back already and, and I don't really think you can argue with that
1: and I, I get that it makes us look really fickle because, you know, we obviously had the, you know, the bailout movement, shall we say, when he first joined. And that's kind of calmed down a little bit the last couple of weeks because we have been getting decent results. So, you know, you might see it more prominently on social media going into Saturday. But like, it's like you say there, we've got no intensity. Like last season, yeah, we'd lose games, but we'd always have a go. Like there, there wasn't a single game last season where I didn't actually enjoy watching us. You know what I mean? But every game this season, we're getting beat. I could have turned the night off, you know, I could have quite easily turned I, I, on I the night off. And I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't have felt I was going to miss anything.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> beauty of the podcast, we've got to watch that shite and then come and talk about it. I, <laughs> That's I, that right. I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, one one thing, you know, the whistle's literally gone 15 minutes ago and I suppose when we record this early to a full time, you know, we're, we're going to be emotional and that's understandable because we are passionate and it's incredibly frustrating to watch us because we know Throughout the team, there's like genuine, genuine, proper ballers. You know what I mean? Like the likes of Ekwa, you know he's got flashes of brilliance, but today just lacks lackadaisical. Somebody tweeted saying, can somebody check that fucker's iron levels because he just looks run out. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and it's it's a fair point because you you know he's brilliant when he wants to be, but that first touch, like how many, he takes three or four touches just as he receives the ball. You haven't got time, man. You haven't yeah. got time.
1: He's too casual. I mean, I, I joked on Sunder and said, like, he, he needs, he's, he smiles too much and he's like, he's not as nasty as he needs to be. But there was a point tonight where the ball was on the edge of the Huddersfield box and I think 09 like put a block in, obviously, because it's 09. But like, Egware, I watched him and he just ran in a semicircle, like on the edge of the box. And I was like, what is, what are you doing? Like, what mm. what do you think you're contributing to this game by doing that?
0: I mean I'm just looking through Twitter now as we're recording and you know the, the bailout stuff. Well, I know I know to, Yeah, I know you tend to get vote with minorities and I understand that, but it's not even so much you get him out, it, oh, I hate him, it's this, that, and the other. It's more just a case of this fella's not the answer. What yeah. has this guy improved? You know, it's a gentle sort of reminder that he is not the man for Sunderland. And Is it too early to agree with that? Ten games, eleven games? Mm, it feels nah, like the net's closing already, doesn't it?
1: It is like Michael Parkinson parkinson 2.0 because you know parkinson won games michael
3: Michael (laughs) Michael parkinson Parkinson. (laughs) he he was fucking great tonight
1: tonight, my (laughs) guests (laughs) are but no i i just think like yeah we we won games under michael parkinson but we never (laughs) never phil parkinson for fuck's sake
3: uh, he's been on the drink (laughs) Are are you emotional
1: I'm just so upset. All right. I'm so upset. <laughs> I just want this team to do well. I just watched fucking Sunlet I die before the match tonight. And they come in and put a performance in like that. And I'm just yeah, but Phil Parkinson, we won games under him, if that's his name, so you say. Um mm-hmm. but it, it it never felt like we were in control. We never felt like swashbuckling or entertaining. You always felt was like It
2: wasn't convincing, was it? It wasn't yeah, You always felt like we don't. either.
1: We lumbered through and that's what it feels like. Now I we might win games, we might win on Saturday, but you know it's gonna be like a oh like a lucky by hook or by crook win, which I don't think mm-hmm. if you're chasing the playoffs, you need to be more convincing in games.
2: The frustration for me, right, is we you could have put Mike Dodds in charge to the end of the season and would be in pretty much exactly the same position now. But he hasn't improved us one little bit. And that that's the frustrating thing. Just just give it to Mike Dodds to the end of the season. And then and get your proper gaffer in who you want over the summer when people are more open to moves. Yeah. Um, and, and the oven had, to me, it's a cheap option. It's, a, it's it's been a cheap, easy option to get Michael Bale in. Um, and and obviously we're seeing the results of that now. And I, I really can't see them changing. I really can't.
0: You know, I'm I, I know it's easy to pin it on Michael Bale, and it really is. But I've got to say that was probably the most abject performance I've seen from like this young group of lads ever, to be honest. Like Clark, yeah, he was trittled up one, but he, he felt he, anonymous. Like he was,
3: be- he was be- so be- poor with his game, mind. He, did, he Even when he, he caught the ball and he was trying to go past players, not once can I remember him actually going past, hitting the byline and getting something in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He I was think- really poor. And you know, I can excuse
0: Clark because he's excellent nine times out of ten. I can excuse Jack Clark, but the likes of Bellingham, you might as well have a wet floor sign in the middle of the pitch at times. Like, I, I don't get what that lad offers. Like, and I know there's flashes of brilliance there. We've seen it against Plymouth. But, but generally speaking,
3: Bellingham doesn't offer much, mind. He started the season really, really well. Um, but I think we've, we're have over, we're overplaying him. Like, yes we need to play him to develop him but I don't think we need to play him as much as what we do he's pretty much been a never present in the side since he came in the summer and we shouldn't be relying on a kid like that No, you know what I mean he needs time to to bury and he needs time to develop and improve his game but he needs he needs a mentor almost
1: to be there with him he needs the players around him to do more and he needs support from players around him and I just Mm. think because we don't have, as you say, we don't have that Corey Evans, that like steady head. As good as Dan Neal is, I think Jude uh, Jude. Fucking hell, I'm great with names tonight. Um, I think Job obviously is suffering quite a lot. Um, and I don't think he's he's right for our midfield at this moment in time. Like you say, there's clearly a footballer there, but I think if anything, would would we're damaging him by by playing him so so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said before the game when you know I saw the teams, I said I wouldn't have started Job again. Mind, he was good when he came on. Obviously got that goal, but. You can't, you can't say, okay, we have given him a rest, but the rest was like 40, 60 you, minutes. 60 minutes, whatever 60 it was, minutes yeah. rest, do you know what I mean? Yeah, doesn't make sense.
0: Um, I think honourable mention for all 9 I thought 9 was half decent. Actually, I think he, he sort of tidied up where there was sloppiness across the back line a little bit when he took that boot in, which led to Huddersfield's goal. Because, um, yeah, how do you say his name, Helder
1: I still uh, don't know, but yeah, someone said Hjelder, yeah, didn't he? Aye.
0: Yeah, but you've been saying Ian Beal. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Unreal Murch for 09, I thought 09 was okay. Try Hume, uncharacteristically sloppy tonight. Uh he was uh half decent, I thought. Um royson I just feel sorry for, to be honest, because yeah. we never got the ball in our final third properly to give him any real service, and it must be frustrating as yeah. outbreaking him.
1: You go you only got it when he was making runs down the channels, and they're like, that's all well and good, are you? like You've got a chase, but
0: it's not so his game, though, is it?
1: That for him. Someone should be doing that for him, chasing balls down the channel. He should be in the box. He should be in the mm-hmm, six yard mm-hmm. box. And, like, even when he was getting it, he was putting the ball in. And the closest Maybe man was, was Equa, who was just stood on the D, fucking doing semicircles on his own. Like, it
0: didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Ekwa, Ekwa was using the vendor machine. Pierre, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Pierre, yeah, there's a fucking game on Yeah, here.
1: man, get your boots on, man. We're playing here. we playing. <laughs>
0: I don't know I, I, we, we deserve nothing from that game mind Huddersfield deserve the three points I, I thought they were probably good value for it it just leaves loads of questions doesn't it of like this inconsistency It can Michael Bale nip
3: that in the bud I'm not to sure. we're not a top six side mind we're not a top six side well if you look look at his results since he came in so we're, we lost 3-0 at Coventry on the, or his first game right? so you might be able to forgive him for that foul at little time he had in we beat Hull 1-0 uh, we drew with Rotherham 1 1 at their place. Beat Preston 2 0. Lost to the Mags again. You can kind of forgive him. That's not really his fault. Ipswich, we lost 2 1. Didn't start with any t- intensity in that game. Hull City, who we played three weeks before, we lost 1 0 against. Yeah. Stoke, who were languishing in the bottom, playing pretty poorly, we beat 3 1. We got a lucky. Lucky goal against Middlesbrough to draw 1 1. Right. Obviously, we do, we won Plymouth on Saturday 3 1. And tonight, we we've been beat off Buttersfield. So that's what? 1, 2, 3, 4, 4 wins in 11 games. Hey, your counting's
1: not... coming on leaps and bounds, Lee. I'm very, I'm very proud of you.
3: <laughs> um... At least I can get people's names right, eh? <laughs> <laughs> right uh, there. That, that is not good enough. If we are wanting to chase promotion and that's why we're sat tenth now.
1: Yeah. I think if he was gonna, you're saying about this inconsistency, can he get a grip on it? I think if he was if he was gonna, we would have done it by now. You know, he's he's not he's not a new manager coming in. And that's what's annoyed us from the start. He's come in and he's kind of gave this rhetoric about like it's a work in progress, we need to build on stuff. It's like you literally had a uh, very, very good team at your disposal that was like, I, it was going through a bit of a slump with Mowbray, but you had some very talented players there. You didn't have to come in and, like, you know, rip it apart. Rip it apart, yeah.
2: Joe, uh, I don't, Joe I don't you made, made a good point, really, because I think if you strip it apart, right, now, if, you, if you're a gaffer coming in or if, if you're going in any water life in, in terms of a job, then you're going to look at the weaknesses, right, and then you're going to think, right, well, how can I improve it? And for me, we can't say too many goals, and obviously our strikers aren't scoring. So it's pretty simple concentrate on the defence. Build from the back, be really solid, and just try and get the ball in the box and stick the bloody strikers in the, in and around the six yard box. Do you know what I mean? But we, but even that, we're not we're not doing it. We've actually gone backwards since Mowbray left. It's the, it's this that's, arty that's farty. Do understand? It's
0: that's absolute garbage. It and it's this. It's the club's sort of commitment to this arty farty sports science, isn't it? Like, they try to do everything. Well, well, it's X goals, this and this and the other. Rather than just focusing on what's effective, as in get the foot and ball at the feet and it feeds your strikers a little bit. We just seem like it's ticky tatter, but not anywhere near a quality that we need. Like, I don't get what they're aiming for here. I just, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, it's like you say. There's there's three different. There's no like cohesion through the the whole of the team. It's like three different game plans. Everyone sort of playing at a different pace. And you'd think if there was three different game plans going on, you think at least one of them would be fucking good, but they're uh, uh, not. It's just shite. I think as just, well
3: when you look at it, like so. So you say it at Bartonite. I f- he was meant to be playing on the right wing, but it, for sixty minutes he was more through the centre pretty much. I, I feel like and it, this was the same with Mowbray as well, right? But we seem to overcomplicate every minor detail. Mark said earlier on it just needed a simple game plan tonight to just go out, right, attack, get down the wings, whatever it might be. But we continuously try and move people into these positions where they're covering right wing, centre midfield, right back, centre midfield. doesn't need to do that. If a right back's a right back, just leave them there. Yeah, I mean,
0: look, what I will say is if we go into the next season like minus Jack Clark, you're worried, aren't you worried are not you
1: yeah. Oh. I I don't even want to think about it, with me. I just keep telling myself it's gonna be here forever.
0: No, uh, well we just we just won't think about what an end of podcast, are you?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but mind what I would like to discuss is how the fucking hell did Mundell stay on the pitch? Yeah, it's a mid of- <laughs> <laughs> it not really that
1: <laughs> And then even after, didn't he didn't he like he pushed someone, yeah. didn't he, like a minute yeah.
3: after? Like I was suffer at the night like. At least he kicked the ball with anger. You know what I mean. Like everybody else, oh, was yeah, just yeah. Like A passion head down. Fucking, eye. At least he actually went in. And fucking threw somebody into the air.
0: Nah, great. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And to be honest, Mundle when he did have the ball, these feet looked quite tidy. I thought. I think he. He's definitely going to be in addition.
2: He does. Aye. Uh, he does. Do you think Patrick could have done better for the goal? Yes,
0: yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you've got, you've yeah. Shot
2: yeah. Pooh. Pooh one up again. That, They all switched off. It was similar to
0: Plymouth in the sense that they all just switched off. Total brain fart, and you conceded oh. on this occasion. It's gone. I Maybe mean, we've lost the game. Or we're sitting in what fucking tenth now. I mean, it, it's for a team that you know are going to go better than the playoffs, Christian. Like, it doesn't bode well. This doesn't bode well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the table now. We're sitting in we're sitting in tenth place behind Preston, forty seven points. Uh, Contry with forty eight points in the last playoff position Um Hull City on 48 points as well and they have a game in hand on all of us uh, we're, we're outliers at the moment Um again the inconsistency is killing us and Michael Bale mm, he needs to do something about that but I think we said this you know before we even started this podcast where he said that Michael Bale is a bit of a free hit you can try him he doesn't cost us anything particularly he doesn't get us promoted he goes in the summer and then they look to get somebody else will that be the plan in the boardroom I'd like to think so because I'm not of the opinion that might appeals for us and I don't want to hammer that point again and again and again because it's boring, but you need to see something dramatic, like because the football is no better than what it was under Mowbray, neither are the results. It's worse. It's
3: worse.
0: The football's worse. The, the football's results are worse. The, same the football's worse. Yeah. Well, exactly. That and hence hence, hence there is the problem, fellas. You know, like <laughs> uh, what, why why has this man been
1: the But that's the thing, I I, I worry that the club we're saying oh to free hits, they can get rid of them in the summer. I don't think they will, you know, because what we've found out about the club is in terms of when they make football decisions like on the pitch decisions, they're very, very stubborn. they are very, very stubborn with those decisions, and I don't think just because of fan pressure in the summer um I don't I can't say us uh, I can't see us getting rid necessarily it depends how like, the rest
2: of the season goes on I think if it, you know if we, if we really. Um, suffer for the rest of the season. Then I, I don't think they'll have an option yeah. because it's cause yeah. it's going to get really really nasty and it's going to. I mean, it's going to be glaringly obvious. And one thing about the club that, or about the the sort of behind the scenes at the club, they're, they're quite logical. Do you know what I mean? They're quite. Um, they're they're quite, quiet, quite ruthless, So I think yeah, the ruthless is the right word. They uh, actually. Um, so I, I do. I, I just think it depends on how the rest of the season goes, but. Um, but whichever way you look, it's, it's just a bad appointment, it really is.
0: Uh, just to interject as well, fellas, uh, Bale's just said in his press conference that Patrick Roberts will be assessed, uh, but they figure it's the same hamstring injury that's kept him out for a month. Oh. So it, it's
3: looking like that's Roberts out for. Fantastic. The... Oh. I don't think he's offered anything, to be honest. I don't see him as that much of a miss at the minute. Well, Obviously, he's on the way back from injury.
0: They're never quite, you know, you've got to give them a run of games, I think, to give them any sort of chance. But he's not he's not going to get that Patrick Roberts. He's injured again by the looks of it. I just
1: or, think, I know, I know I mean, what you mean. I get what you mean about Roberts because, like you say, his final ball's poor and his end product's poor. But I just think in terms of because it can run a place and because it can dribble, I think when you've got him and Clark on either wing, we look a lot more balanced. Whereas without Roberts, I know we've still got Barr. But everything seems to go through Jack Clark, whereas at least Roberts gives us like another outlet sometimes.
2: Yeah, I agree,
0: I'd just like to add uh Mundell's being arrested for GBH. <laughs> 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 uh look, uh, if there's anything else you'd like to add, fellas, I think we'll draw that to a close. We've sort of established that frustrating, poor, passionless tonight. Uh, tactics all over the place. Bale's got round to answer four, the players, some of them you can forgive, others again, just passengers. Um is there anything you'd like to close on?
1: Uh, I mean, you know, we've had a vent and I think that's all we can really do after these situations. I don't think we've really touched on much of like the the actual in-play incidents, but I think tonight, after a performance as abject as that, I think all you can do is just vent. Um, but onwards to Saturday, Birmingham away. Um, Worryingly, t- it's another team who are quite similar in terms of league position to Huddersfield. And we know, obviously, we, we struggle more so in those games. Um, no pitch apparently though. So
0: that's, that's one mm-hmm. thing, I suppose. Well, and and to to sort of paraphrase a little bit from our last podcast, it would be typical Sunday to beat Birmingham. And th- this is the frustration, isn't it? I, yeah. I wouldn't put a pass of through three now or like that, i <laughs> Nah, exactly. That's us, isn't it? That's us. Again, but not gonna get the
2: playoffs with that, as we know. Nah, nah. I think you're know, right. The playoffs off now. I think, I think we've been saying obviously off air for a while that um, we're not good enough to get in the playoffs. I don't nah, think. Said, nah, I don't. I, I think we're we're top ten, possibly top eight side at best at the moment. And I think that's that's a reality. You know, I think that's that's going to be the reality for the rest of the season.
0: Totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for giving us your ears after uh, what was a pretty abject performance. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at sefc sense. Uh, we'll obviously get more episodes up as quickly as we can we might do a little bit about Sun Until I die match preview match reviews etc uh, thanks very much take care thank you
2: it, everyone
1: bye now bye
2: now <laughs> I'll mark, now. I'll, I'll mark to his manager <laughs> no.
1: Mark finished off his team's call at work there <laughs>
3: I'm a head of I don't know of What oh, again it's I need the oh, it, gets the damn ball for the football deep one again Watson is
2: right in there so do it home. and Porterfield oh Porterfield has scored and Sunder-